Greetings and welcome to Marley Ramon's Mad Mad House of the Dead podcast, where we'll discuss the art and stylings of Ryan Marlett. The artwork is all over the place, so be advised it could be fun, but it could be dark. It might be a painting, drawing, sculpture, Halloween prop, action figure or song. Each episode will feature a piece or pieces and the insight behind them. Hopefully you'll like some stuff, other things you may not. No worries. Chances are also that you'll likely be offended at some point but hopefully we'll also share some laughs along the way. Art has always been a part of Ryan's life and this is a way to document his work and share it with you. If you get butthurt easily, consider this your warning. Besides, your mom likes his artwork. Listener discretion is advised. Ahoy there, Marley Mates, and welcome to episode 25. We've made it to 25 episodes, and 25 in anniversary years is the silver anniversary. So welcome to the silver episode. Yeah. Yeah, It's not 25 years, but it's 25 episodes, and that means a lot to me because, um, you know, when I started this thing back a few months ago, didn't really know how... uh, how things would go. But here we are at 25. And what perfect timing, what a great way to celebrate a tremendous milestone, in my opinion, than to talk about something we haven't talked about yet on the show before. This episode is going to be taken from the last Facebook Live that we had, in which I discussed a Halloween prop that I developed called the Groundbreaker. And um, it's pretty cool. I think it's pretty fun. And uh, you've already seen the images, assuming you're following on the social media pages. If not, I encourage you to do so. Hop onto the Facebook or the Instagram and check it out. So I've got pictures there. And what I'll do is quickly stop talking now so that I can join our already scheduled program already in progress. All right, it's 7 o'clock. Ahoy there, Marley mates. Welcome back to the program. It is 19 July as we're coming to you live here on the Facebook Live. I'm just going to keep saying it twice because I like saying it twice. Oh, hang on a second. I got got to finish the story real quick. So I was at this job interview. Hang on, hang on just a sec. I was at a job interview and when I was there, there was like there's a pitcher of water and just a, like a glass on the table. And, and the interviewer said that I could, I could help myself. I'll, I'll be right with you just a sec. And so what I did was like, I poured a glass full and then I, I poured a little extra kind of spilled over the, over the top. And the interviewer's like, are you nervous? And I said, no, I just like to always give 110%. Yeah. Right. Always. Okay, sorry about that. All right, hey, how's everybody doing? So welcome back to the program. Got a couple of my favorite peeps on right now, already tuning in. There goes a floater, I'm gonna get you. Oh, I missed him. I'll get one of those floaters one of these days. 
So I'm kind of uh, on the move right now, as they say, because the piece that we're going to talk about tonight is kind of big. And um, yeah, I, uh, in order to get it in the shot, I can't share the screen, you know, and as much as I like to be on camera, um, this thing, oh, thank you. That's what she said, said the cooch. Um, (laughs) We all float down here. Okay, I got to focus. I'm not good at focusing. Um, However, this guy is a is one big mofo, and I'm going to flip the screen so that you can see this guy, and we're going to take some time to really dig in to some pretty, what I think is pretty cool, and because uh, tis the season. Let me just tell you that today on my way home, I stopped at the Michaels, right, and uh, might have picked up one or two of the uh, pumpkin spice flavored candles. Mm-hmm. You know it. Two of them, actually, to be precise. They're starting to hit the shelves, and the merch is on the way. As they say on the TikTok, the uh, Council of Spooky Bitches have met, and this is Halloween. This is Halloween, all right? Uh, July 4th is over. And that means it's game on. 80 days till Halloween. Excuse me, 80 days till October. So why don't we um, take a look at what we got today? I'm going to put my belt down. I'm going to try to put my belt down. All right. I'm going to flip the screen somehow. Get me some of that mocha chocolate bullshit. There it is. All right, you ready? Look at this guy, huh? Is it gonna jack things up if I turn? Oh, 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 rotate it. You can't turn your phone while recording, the, the Facebook just told me so, sorry about that. All right, so this is a groundbreaker prop that I recently worked on. I actually, I started this, I believe on 2 July and finished it up on the 9th. And we're gonna talk about it tonight. Now, I will kind of span the entire piece here. And I realize that those of you that are listening in the future will have to just bear with us. Of course, the pictures will be posted on the Instagram and the Facebook Don't mind my seltzers there. I got a three-drink minimum just to keep my whistle wet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you do. All right. So this guy, Groundbreaker Prop, is among one of the first major Halloween props that I've made in a very long time. And I had the itch, and I had the technology, and made it happen. So... (laughs) Cooter just mentioned that uh, Skeletor was spotted. Indeed, that was uh, from a previous episode. Okay, so back to this guy. Um, yeah, he's a groundbreaker. Uh, not a trailblazer, not to be confused with the trailblazer or a go-getter. Uh, but as you can see here, he is coming up out of the deer tay. And I have... Uh, 
the most fashionably delicious plaid shirt. He's caught up in some netting and I didn't get down to this hand yet. And you'll see a variety of colors and textures with some significant amount of detailing in the face, head, neck, chest, and belly region. And then I'll come on up to this hand to show you. Oh, shameless plug. Marley Ramone's Mad Mad House of the Dead podcast business card. You should get the itchy checked. Um, okay. So that's this guy. And I'm going to try to flip the camera around slightly so that I can get in the shot. And, and then sit right here next to my buddy and put on my spectacles so that I can read your comments and we'll go from there. No knees or toes. You said you had the itch. I did have the itch indeed and I itched it. I scratched it as they say. So um, let me tell you a little bit about the process. I have started with a very basic, very lightweight, female torso mannequin bust and it was very thin plastic like a very hollowed uh, one-sided piece and you'll notice that where the dirt is is just kind of a base and I actually picked up two of these at the same time and I've actually already done another piece oh man I'm having flashbacks to the first Facebook live I uh, was able to use this I cut it down I, I trimmed it right about here and I cut a big section out so that I could tilt it. And then I was able to, excuse me, thank you. Uh, I was able to find a way to connect it and then reattach it so that it, it was kind of leaning in this, in this pose. And so that's where you get the very specific reach. Now, if this were on the ground, the right hand, the left hand, my other right, his left hand is pushing off the ground. His right hand is reaching and he is like looking, gazing up at the sky. The star, starry, starry night in the graveyard. I had the skull that I recently acquired. I hit the jackpot. Um, people were selling, they're starting to sell Halloween merch on the, on the marketplace. I scored... I think it was uh, a pretty colossal batch of props and de decorations, various party things, and it was just a massive lot for like 20 bucks. They just wanted to get rid of it. So among that was this skull, and it had eyes, as you can see. They were in there. Jack Skellington Pot. LOL. Um... The jackpot. Oh, I see. Ah, yeah, the jackpot indeed. Well played, Bethany. So this was in there, and I saw that. And I'd actually had the idea to do this a while ago, but I had a different idea in mind. And so what I did was, once I got that lot, I, had, I decided to use the skeleton head. 
But I had seen on somebody else's work a prop that they had created and they used great stuff, foam caulk. I said, caulk, loves the caulk um, to do all of these embellishments here. And so I initially wanted to use that to form these very crude ribs that look like they're decomposing. And Kim, to answer your question, if it's a he or she, it is indeed a he. Don't look or be confused in this breasticle region right here. I'm sorry, do I have your consent? That's important. Even if you're fake, I didn't mean to grab you. Um, there are boobs under here, boobies, 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 but it is absolutely a dude because I was able to just shape it in just the right way so that, you know, no confusion. Uh, indeed, it is a fella. It would just happen to be a, a plastic base that I used. The intent was never to uh, bring into question the the gender of the piece, rather just the uh, the nastiness. So, um, yeah, I used great stuff to to basically sculpt and shape the ribs over top, and. Uh, I've used great stuff, foam caulk, for many years, many props. I've gone through several cans, probably hundreds and hundreds of cans. And it is tremendous, as you can see, like the results that it produces is just really top notch. It's uh, pretty nasty in and of itself. It's just meant to for normal household use to fill cracks in around windows and doors and such. And I've used it for a Halloween prop. And I learned it, I learned about using it as a, as a source from when I was stationed in Virginia Beach. I had a part-time job during the month of October at Hunt Club Farms Haunted Hayride. Check it out if anybody's in the Hampton Roads area. It uh, is incredible. When I was there, there were three attractions. There was the Haunted Hayride, which is where I worked as an actor. And uh, the Field of Screams and the Village of the Dead. And from what I understand, I think they've added a fourth attraction. So it's all its all for the price of one. Um, I make no uh, commission off of Pip and their services, but they are uh, they're pretty incredible. Best uh, creep show in town. So check it out. But I, I learned a lot about prop building and set design while I was there working part time. Uh, just doing this gig in the in the evenings. But we would start like at this time of year. And we would, you know, go out into the into the woods, into the where the the hayride trail was, and just start working on all these different sets. And so, people that were there as like regular, you know, established cast members would take ownership of their scene. And I was able to have the privilege of doing that for about five years, and it was it was so much fun. It was so much fun, and I learned a tremendous amount. Um, I've used this technique several times and I will always use it because it's just, it's so effective. So I um, have the form. I've reinforced it down here in the, in the groundbreaking stuff. The, uh, what appears to be dirt is a brick, just a household brick for stability and to weigh it down a little bit. I put some PVC pipe across the back 
and then connected uh, some elbow pieces right about here and then extended more PVC for both arms. And then with that, um, I reinforced that with some pool noodles just to kind of give it some, some dimension and some, some thickness. And so I, I reinforced those with zip ties and it's pretty solid, all things considered. I used, uh, I'll, I'll talk about the painting techniques, but I'll start with the, um, the earth first. I used that with a variety of spray paint. I used different colors when it came to the black foundation. And then I went over it with some shades of gray and give it a solid base coat. Once I got up to the top, I used some dark spray paint, primarily black. Then I went over it a little bit with some gray, especially over the eyes. So I used that to help kind of weigh in, uh, to, to kind of gray out and dull the, the brightness of the eyes. But the overall color scheme that I used was not what I had intended to use in the first place. And so, <laughs> how many shades of gray, you ask? Just one. The primer kind. And what I did on here was, started with a very dark foundation, and I, I used some, some dark greens, and I kind of worked my way out. And so, it, it had a very dark green foundation. And then as I kind of pulled it out, I, I got lighter and lighter and lighter. And so there are layers and layers and layers of different shades of green, yellows, oranges. And then I also use the neon versions of all of those with uh, a way to really make it pop. So it ended up becoming more of a toxic kind of radiation style. The hideous kind you wouldn't come back to port with. Exactly. Exactly. And so when it came to the eyes, because of the gray primer, I just lightly went over that. But um, it was a very light misted gray. And with that, um, it was very subdued. And what I did was then took a very, very loose kind of watered down wash of like a cream color and let that just drip over the eyes. So I would, I would apply it very heavily on the eyes themselves and just let it kind of come down. And I felt like it was pretty effective. I feel like the eyes pop. And with that, like you'll notice, I really tried to highlight around the eyes with some oranges and the the rings have a really flat, just kind of a standard orange color. And then I use some neon orange as well. The nose cavity is obviously black and that was intentional so that it would provide that depth and dimension so that you could see that it was sunken. The detail around the mouth and, and around the teeth, not only is that great stuff, but it's also some hot glue where it kind of like drips like that. 
And so you have a variety of just different pieces all along the way. His eyes look like the spirit guy from Practical Magic. Creepy cool. Thank you. Uh, I don't know if Sandra Bullock would agree, but Nicole Kidman might. I don't know. Stranger things have happened. Let me check my notes here. Let me see if I got everything. So, yeah. Uh, a lot of a lot of just layers, a lot of dry brush technique, a lot of um, extra embellishments that were added in. Perhaps he should put the lime with the coconut. Perhaps. I think he's more lime than anything. The shirt I just got at a thrift shop, I feel like I, I think I paid a buck for it. And I tore it up, I kind of weathered it, uh, ripped some areas. And so because this was built already, I had to attach the shirt around it. So I cut it along the seams, I cut it along the middle of the torso and under the arms so that I could just drape it over top. And then I used hot glue to kind of secure it and tighten it in place. And especially down here at the earth where it was actually groundbreaking, he doesn't have a lot of excess shirt, so I trimmed it there, and then I, I just tucked it and was able to um, attach it in place. The net is just a Dollar Tree summertime fishnet embellishment thing for decor. Uh, I bought a handful of them. Obviously, spiderwebs are, are not out yet. Excuse me. Although... Um, it won't be long, and I'm sure I could probably find them somewhere, but uh, I really like to use the Halloween decor of just kind of like the, it's kind of like a mesh netting, but not like this. It's more just, it looks like tattered old cloth. Keith says, I showed my son, he said he's wearing a Ghostbusters shirt. Is a, that a toxic waste monster? Yes and yes. So yeah, I ain't scared of no ghosts, and oh, by the way... Yeah, this guy's a little toxic, a little radiation action. So that's the dilly, but that's that's him. Um, like I said, I started it on the 2nd and finished it up on the 9th of July. So it was, uh, it was cool to do. It was fun. Excess shirt is the worst. Real talk, what hot glue do you utilize? Because some are better than others and some are. It cuts off. Let me see. Oh, I can't. I was trying to, it says see more, but I can't really see more. I'm talking like see more Krellborn. Uh, I just use Dollar Tree hot glue. Really, it's it's super cheap. I get it like more messy. Okay, yeah, no, it's it's actually, it's fine. It's decent. It does everything that I need it to do. I've got just, it's like the, I use the mini sticks. So they're a lot smaller and I go through a lot more of them. But I think... At the Dollar Tree, the pack that they have, I want to say it's like 20 or 25 in a pack. And they're so, so cheap and quick to grab. I just, I go through them like crazy. So I just, I've constantly got several bags that they're ready. But yeah, just, just regular cheap Dollar Tree hot glue. I have two different glue guns. They both take the same size. Um, not that I'm ever like working like I'm like pistol shooting, double fisting. And, uh, yeah, so it's all easy to do, easy to go. Always got extra stuff at the ready. What, uh, what questions do you have about this fella? What can I answer for you? 
I hate hot glue, but it's a necessity this time of year. Absolutely. Um, I use it a lot. I can't sew. Um, my mom is the seamstress. She's the one that is the, the sewing uh, guru and, and tremendous talent in the family. I don't have it. <clears throat> it was, it's a skill that I'd like to learn, but I haven't ever like given it a chance. Um, I feel like I'd probably not use it for very good reasons. I'd probably just like make a bunch of luchador masks or something. But I, uh, in place of sewing, I glue it. I use hot glue. Too easy. Tell her to sew that. Bow! Get her to sew that. <laughs> Classic. Mmm. Oh, Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt. That's the guy. So, yeah. Zip ties in place of sewing. Yeah, I use a ton of zip ties too, for sure. Uh, you can't see them on here, but I bet you, I bet I've used a good 50 or more zip ties on here because all of the arms are filled with uh, the pool noodles, like I said. And those are, those are great too because they absolutely um, are easily accessible through the Dollar Tree because they're they're utilized so much for crafting that uh, they're, they're out not just for the summertime for actual pool usage, but for uh, year-round. People use them to make all sorts of stuff and things. And I primarily use them just to, to kind of provide a little bit more of a, of a thickness, but that's, uh, that's the bulk of what I do. But um, looks like my parents are watching, and I'm glad that they are because... I gave a shout out to my mums because she's a money uh, making sewer. Zip ties are my BFF. That is true story. True story. And that's another thing you can get them at the Dollar Tree. I, I tell you what, I I'm at the Dollar Tree probably easily three or more times a week because I can get so much stuff for next to nothing. And I use it in so much of my work that there's no need to go out and spend a ton of money on, on stuff and things when I get about the same type of result. Samesies. So, um, yeah, everything from, excuse me, everything from uh, zip ties, pool noodles, hot glue sticks. I mean, whatever. It's It's in abundance and especially... Like right about now, the back to school stuff is hitting shelves, which means it won't be long. And some of them already are kind of like cohabitating with some Halloween love. I know their silk flowers are already on the shelves. Um, most of the Dollar Trees around here have started to become the, I think it's Dollar Tree Plus or something like that, where they, they've got an aisle or two of some more expensive things that like upwards to $5.00. But the majority of the rest of the store is uh, still a buck twenty-five for you, sweetheart. It's a dollar twenty-five, so I love it. I'll get um, eleven by fourteen canvas board there. That's a good size to work on, and it uh, it's cheap. It's it's a cheap canvas board. I know that I can get the same results on that as I could if I were to buy something more expensive. It's just. It's not a matter of necessarily being cheap, but more so just like being able to get more for my money, if that makes sense. Dollar Forest. So imports at question, what soda is that? 
First of all, Junior, it's not soda because Americans call it pop, but it's not pop either. It's seltzer. It's Wegmans brand. This is passion fruit. This is orange pineapple. Passion fruit's my favorite. Orange pineapple's my second favorite. And this here is tangerine lime. So uh, I said earlier on the show, it's a, it's a three drink minimum. One down. All right. What questions do you have about this fella and or perhaps other pieces that we've discussed on the program prior? Okay. So while you're coming up with questions, I've got some exciting news-ish. Um, I'm trying not to get too worked up about it. And I'm not going to spill all the beans right now. But, uh-oh, you hear that? Can you hear the, can you hear the choppa? Yeah, yeah, there they are. You gonna make his sister? Ah, maybe. I do have a mannequin, long-haired female mannequin head in the closet. I could probably do something with that. Yeah, yeah, I, I probably, yeah, something. I'll do something. It's early in the season, although I feel like I'm behind. Um, <clears throat> but I do have some news that's uh, partially on the horizon of being pretty epic. I think um, I'm not going to share too much because I don't want to jinx it. I, I kind of am superstitious like that. But it won't be long before I share with you what I share with you. And if it doesn't, if it doesn't come to fruition, then then of course I'll let you know then too. But um, it's a little over a, a week away that uh, I could possibly be uh, on the cusp of something pretty sweet. Have you seen the mini Barbie doll beauty heads at the Dollar Tree? I have the Dollar Forest. Now I get it. Okay. I, I couldn't see the Dollar Forest for the Dollar Trees. You know what I'm saying? Um, I have seen those. Yeah. Yeah. I thought about using them. Uh, I've actually still got a couple in my closet right now. I've got such a huge stash of... Stuff and things, Samsonite. I was way off. Uh, that I acquire, I've probably got more projects in progress than I have completed work all around me. That's probably not true, but I do have several things going at once. I feel like I'm downloading songs on Napster very, very slowly on a dial-up connection. So um, I have seen those. I've thought about getting something to do with those, but I just haven't yet. But um, yeah, so the uh, the news that could be on the near horizon is something that I've wanted to do for a very long time, and it's something that um, would tie into the show very nicely. Let me put it like that. How long do you have to wait between applying the foam and painting it? Dad jokes on fire tonight. Thanks, Junior. I uh, uh, only you can prevent dad forced fires jokes things. Mm, they're not all blue-eyed gems. All right, so uh, not long. This dries pretty quick. Actually, the best part to work with it is as it's drying, I like to apply because it, it expands. It expands, I want to say, like three times the size. So it takes it takes um, getting used to to work with. Um, but when it's starting to dry, and it's really like just a matter of minutes, it gets to be very tacky on the outside. And... On the inside, it's still it's still kind of gooey, and so um, I like to sometimes drag like a stick through it and just pull, and it'll like it'll it'll cause some 
things like that. See how it kind of drips and it kind of like pulls? It looks like kind of that, that decomposing flesh. Not that I've ever seen that before, but it is uh, very much that kind of nasty looking grossness like that. So it doesn't take long to get to a place where it's good to go. But um, yeah, it's fun. And it's, it's cool because it's, uh, it's kind of a wild card when you're working with it because depending on the temperature of when you're doing it, depending on like the, ex the outside temperature, depending on where you're at. I actually did this inside in my house, in my apartment, in the kitchen, on, just like on a, I laid out a plastic sheet on the floor and went to town, but it was, um, it can get very messy. And if it gets on your hands, it can get to stay there for a little while. And if it gets on your clothes, it'll stay there forever. And um, you gotta be careful, but it's, it's, it's worth using. It's worth learning to use because it really makes these props um, come to life. Nah, not so much, but yeah. Uh, and it, it dries in minutes and then uh, it's easy to paint. And sometimes too, if you like, if you spritz some water on it, that will affect it. If you introduce air as it's, as it's hardening, um, <laughs> yeah, it'll, uh, it'll definitely expedite the process. So I feel like my focus is off tonight. I, I'm seeing a lot of comments that I'm trying to speak and read at the same time. And it's, uh, I don't know. It's all good. What else is on your mind tonight, folks? What do we got going on? The good news is, is that we're already more than halfway through summer. By the time we meet again, it'll be August. As far as I'm concerned, August is it's like fall eve. You know what I'm saying? It's like right on the cusp. It's right there. And uh, with all the merch on the shelves, it's only going to multiply. It's only going to get bigger and better. So go get some. Go buy some skeleton stuff. Go buy some uh, some skulls. Everybody needs skulls around the house, right? It's just it's what you do. A lot of people call it Halloween decorations. They just call it decorations. So get some. What else do we got? What's on the cusp? I'll tell you what's on the cusp. Marley Ramon's Mad Mad House of the Dead podcast launched in early April of this year. And I will tell you that we are getting close to up and touching on the doorstep of almost a thousand downloads. And I couldn't do that without you. You are the absolute greatest listeners in the universe. And I appreciate that. I appreciate all of you and your help. Bethany says that my house is decorated inside earlier than last year. I am so freaking satisfied with it so far. Absolutely. That's what I'm talking about. You gotta, you gotta get there. You gotta get out there and do it and take no prisoners because Every day is Halloween. We know that though, right? We know that. But I appreciate you so very much as we approach that 1,000th download milestone. That's a big deal to me. And I know that in internet numbers, that's probably pretty small potatoes. But for me, that's huge. And uh, I am so incredibly grateful because uh, the amount of support has been there week after week and time after time as we get together on these Wednesday nights and, and do some, some live action or just talk about artwork. 
whatever the case may be, and such. It's always hollowing my soul. Absolutely. Yep. You know it. <laughs> All right. So we're at 734. And uh, what else do you have for me? What else can I do tonight? What can I do for you? Well, I can always put in a plug for for the uh, the merch store because who doesn't need Marley Ramon's Mad Mad House of the Dead podcast bomb ass merch to uh, make all your friends jealous? So head on over to Spreadshirt.com and check out the the merch. What did you eat for dinner, and how many miles did you log this week? Well, tonight I had some pretty sweet pulled pork tacos. And I think that uh, my mileage is, is lacking. Uh, my knees are in pretty rough shape, and I've had to really, really cut back on my amount of miles uh, lately. So I'm embarrassed to tell you exactly how many miles those are. But I have been, I have been hitting the road, uh, not as often as I, as I prefer, but it's, I'm down to probably about three or four days a week. Um, and they're pretty, pretty low stints, anywhere from three to five miles at a time, but usually closer to three, sometimes four-ish. So my mom writes in, at some point you should do a walk through your apartment to show your decorating skills. Thanks, mums. Um, maybe one of these days we'll do a Cribs episode. Uh, I just have to get my copy of Scarface and uh, some Cristal for the for the fridge, although I don't, I don't drink anymore, so I've got some sparkling grape juice in there. That might do. Uh, Dominic wants me to ask you to make a life-size alien. Ooh. Are you talking like alien, like alien alien, or just a, just a spooky alien? I didn't ask you if you were lacking. I asked for a number. <laughs> okay. Uh, no. Um, uh, I don't know, this week? Six? Pretty pretty lame. Yeah. Are you proud of yourself, Bethany? You made the old man look foolish. That's fine. No, this is fine. Uh, I just it is what it is. I, I can't I can't do what I used to. Um my knees have been pretty rough. I've been getting different injections uh than what I had when I was on active duty. Um but it's just it's just a different thing, so Keith says a spooky alien. I could probably make that happen. Um, haven't done a ton of work with aliens, so I, I look forward to that challenge. Let me see what I can come up with. I don't know if it'll be a prop, but maybe it'll be some form of uh, other type of artwork. But yeah, tell Dominic I, I'll, I'll come up with something for him. But yeah, that sounds like fun. I actually, I, I did an alien piece not that long ago. It's probably not too appropriate for him. So I'll figure out something else instead. But it's on the Facebook page and on the Instagram. You can go back and look at those. Uh, it's a lady with some tentacles. But um, yeah, it was fun to do. Lots of vivid colors, very similar to this scheme right here. But yeah, that's the dilly. Okay. Well, Kimbo asks, what about a life-size Sam Squanch? Oh, that'd be sweet. Life-size Sam Squanch. Mmm, 
I did build a life-size Michael Myers last year, and I, I reinforced it and kind of finished it up this year. And uh, that's pretty cool. And I also, I purchased an animatronic Freddy Krueger from Lowe's, and I had to church that up a little bit. It was, it was pretty cool already, but I, I repainted a lot of it. I repainted the glove, repainted the head, uh, distressed the hat and sweater, and then I added more pool noodles underneath to kind of bulk him up a little bit. Do a Bob Ross type episode, happy guts instead of happy trees. That'd be sweet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you going to be for Halloween this year? Hmm, good question. I don't know. What should I be for Halloween? Uh, it depends on, I guess, where I'll be and what I'll be doing. So um, since every day is Halloween, I've always got a, a handful of stuff and things at the ready. Um I don't know. I feel like I haven't worn my Roddy Piper getup in a while, and that might be worth bringing out. A zombie-starred Spangler. Hmm. Ooh. Huh. Bethany, you're just chomping at the bit with good ideas. I should put you on the payroll, except that I'm not paying anybody, especially myself. So, yeah. There you go, Kim. Perhaps uh, maybe a zombie-starred Spangler. Ooh, that could be good. I think that could be good. Although I may, uh, I don't know. He kind of, he kind of, he, uh, he pushed my buttons a little bit last live when he was, he was supposed to kick it off and then he just bailed. Uh, for those of you that were there on the show, um, you know, if you watched, I went back and watched the footage I felt like it was a like I was watching some found footage Blair Witch style. Dude just up and left, right? He was gone. I he went out the one way, I came in the other way. Dude was gone. I had to take over the show. He said he's he's got it. So I don't know. We'll see. Uh, he might just end up a zombie on his own if he keeps up his shenanigans. What kind of producer is this? What is this? What kind of shit show do we drive here? Hmm. Hear that? Neighbors are downstairs. Good enough. Uh, gross. Coolio. Star Dangler. Oh my goodness. <laughs> hey, Marley mates. What's that you ask? Where can I get my official Marley Ramones Mad Mad House of the Dead podcast merch? Well, I'll tell you. Head on over to Spreadshirt.com and you can find a whole plethora of different things. We got t-shirts, hoodies, stickers, coffee mugs, you name it. So you could rock out with your gear on. What did you think I was going to say? Go on over, show some love, and uh, sport your podcast gear like a boss. Okay, folks, thank you for joining again this week. Art is a powerful thing, and I appreciate your willingness to hear my stories. And if you keep listening, I'll keep talking. I urge you to do what makes you happy and never accept anyone that treats you less than. Have the courage to be you and try things on. Besides, every day is Halloween. Special thanks to our friends at Pecan Pie and Subsonic Voodoo for providing these epic musical selections. To see these works as discussed, follow on Facebook at Marley Ramones Mad Mad House of the Dead podcast page or on Instagram at MRMMHOD. You can find this podcast on most major streaming platforms. And most importantly, if there's one thing that you take away from this stupid little podcast, it's to remember that you are not alone 
ever. Dial 988 for the National Suicide and Crisis Lifeline or Veterans Crisis Line, also 988, then press 1 or text to 838-255. Until next time, be creative and go tell someone you love them.